0: And welcome to another episode of Pine Tar for Breakfast. I'm your host, Kevin Franzen, and we're just coming off a 7-2 victory for the Fighting Fills here in Milwaukee. What a day for Jake Arietta He was special, and Andrew McCutcheon continues to stay hot, Reese Hoskins, another homer, JT Romuto a homer, Cesar Hernandez, a homer, what a just phenomenal day, but for me, the, the best part of the day was the 30 minutes I spent with Bob Euchre today, the legendary Hall of Fame broadcaster, Bob Euchre, one of the funniest human beings I've ever met in my life and the stories that he tells. So interviewed him. I want to give you the whole thing because for me, I love greatness. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, I love greatness. And so if there's going to be greatness and there's going to be broadcasting, it's Bob Euchre. That's me. Anyway, here it is. All right, I'm sitting up in the booth here at Miller Park with the legend himself, Bob Euchre. Bob, how are you? I'm doing good, Kev. Nice to see you again. Well, it's, it's nice to be seen, especially by you. And, okay. and and you see uh, we got some good talks in yesterday and some good stories about Gary Matthews Sr. Uh, <laughs> and Sarge. So anything you want to say to Sarge? I'm sure he's listening today.
1: I know he's listening. <laughs> he always listens. He's one of my favorite people of all time. I mean, this goes back... To his playing days, um, and and then of course he was one of our coaches for a while. His days in Chicago, his days in Philadelphia, um, some of the shows that I did with him while he was with Philly. Um, some of your pranks? Yeah, he had yeah he had he, we well we had a lot of pranks with with Sarge, and he was one of those guys that, you know, you you took an immediate liking to because he was so easy to pull stuff <laughs> on, and. Um, You and I were talking yesterday about a particular incident here where we put... We have a a lot of famous sausage in Wisconsin, in the Midwest, bratwurst. And uh, the the Phillies were leaving after a series and going to Chicago for the weekend. And um, we put some brats in Sarge's broadcast bag, and we put some where he'd find them right away. And then we stuck some down underneath where, you know, it would take a couple days to find them, and it was in the summer. It was in July, and uh, oh, it was God. a little testy, a little <laughs> hot. And by Sunday, his bag really started to smell. And when he finally emptied the bag out, he dug down and got everything out and found those. The brats were half cooked in there. That's how hot it was. <laughs> but he called. He called us here, and he was he was very upset. He was he was upset that we we uh, we put those sausages in his in his broadcast bag and and he didn't find them for 3 days. It was good.
0: So when you were playing, were you the prankster on everything anyways? Were you, everywhere you went the the clubhouse cuz the clubhouse is totally different now. We know that like doing pranks on guys it, it it's as rare as can be, but when you played, I mean it was that was part of
1: the camaraderie. Of it. Yeah, years ago it was it was yeah, you're right. It was part of being on the club and there were certain guys that had a, had a knack for it. Only at the urging of other players, though. I mean, it was never something that you did on your own. It was always there were a couple other guys involved, but there was there was the one guy that had to actually actually do the do oh, yeah. the deed, whatever oh, yeah. it was. But yeah, that. But but even today, Kevin, these guys these guys do some they do some pretty good stuff today. You know, with players or with uh, I mean, I'm I'm fortunate. They they still treat me like I'm one of the players, right? Like I'm one of the guys. So, I'm uh I'm on some of the stuff too. I mean, it, it's but but that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. You know, you know how much dead air time and dead time oh, we yeah. have to kill here. So, you got to do something and as long as it doesn't get out of hand, I mean, it's 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 pretty funny and you mm-hmm. I know you've been involved in <laughs> some of the stuff. You have to be Part of it. <laughs> it started here, and it wasn't
0: with me, but it was, it just got me thinking about so many different ways. And Bonds took a uh, one of our interns. He had started kind of running his mouth a little bit. Oh six, first time here, Fister Hotel. Well, he stole his his key. The next time the kid came in his room, thirty two alarm clocks set all at different times all throughout the kid's room, and he had no idea. And they went off next day at the
1: field. It was eyes were just like, did you get any that, sleep? Yeah, but that's. That's what it's all about, though. That's, that's what makes everything like that so funny. I mean, now I'm, now I'm going back to my time uh, as an active player where you had access to anybody's room you wanted. You could walk up to the front desk and you could get keys anytime you wanted. And that, that was a common, that was a common <laughs> thing for anybody to go up and short cheat a guy or put stuff in his bed. Put, put hamburgers, hamburgers. You and the food in in their bed, yeah. But put them down, you know, around the bottom of the bed where they get into bed. They don't see them right away, but they get in there, and then your feet are touching something really ain't ain't, ain't supposed to be in there, you know. But that 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 was all part of it, yeah. though. That 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 stuff was pretty much every day, and long as I said before, as long as it didn't get out of hand. Yeah. I mean, it was okay. I mean, going back to going back to my days in Philly, I. I did a lot of stuff. We had a we had a lot of good guys on that ball club when I was there. Guys like Richie Allen, and Johnny Callison and Clay Downripple. I mean we had we had some we had some really good guys. So that was that was a common thing, you know, short sheeting guys, messing with guys' uniforms. I mean, you know, putting a bacon strip down the back of a guy's leg on his uniform, you know, it didn't look very very appetizing. uh, uh stuff like that where the guy would walk out and somebody would god you're gonna wear those <laughs> and until he took them off and saw what it was, <laughs> you know. it was but but all all that stuff Kev. i mean it still goes on today you you're yeah. around it all yeah, the time oh, yeah. you know oh yeah um and, it, and it's but is that it it's, a, I, it's funny
0: but i feel like the more people that are involved is the that, that, that's where the prank is made. I mean, the one-on-one thing is, okay, that's like there's a personal vendetta somewhere, but when it gets to be like five or six people in on it, that's when it starts to get, like, really enjoyable because the stories
1: are there. The, yeah. It, the stories never change. No, it, it's, it's more enjoyable because there's more people involved that know what's going on and are part of it and can fake whatever they have to fake to be involved but continue to to let the person you're, you're pulling the prank on, that I had nothing to do with it. That's, I, I have no idea what's going on. You know, you ask somebody else, I don't know, nothing. But that, that's all part <laughs> of that stuff, though, you know that. Oh, yeah. Hey, with, with this 2019
0: Brewers and, and, and seeing now uh, the defending MVP, the reigning MVP, mm-hmm. Christian Yelich, and what he's doing, what comes to mind when you see what he's doing on, on a night in, night out basis? I
1: wish (laughs) I wish really that you could have been as a player been even anywhere close to what he's doing and I mean there's been a lot of great players that have come through major league baseball you know that and guys who continue to amaze but him watching him on a daily basis it's not where you 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 know you see a guy last year and then you don't see him for another three or four months um, as a player him he does it every day, and it's not only against righties, Kevin. He hits left-handers, just, I mean, guys who really throw hard and have really big breaking pitches, he's right on them, too. And he's one of the, one of the best guys that I've ever been around in my whole career. He's never, he's, he's not an I guy. He's a we guy. Everything he does is we. I don't care what he does. It's always We. If he wins 10 games in a row with a home run, it's we did it. Mm-hmm. And that's the way he's been since he got here. You know? I, I, I've known him since he came to the big leagues. But when you're around him every day on, a, you know, on an mm-hmm. everyday basis and you, you get a chance to see what he does and see how he acts, he's, he's a perfect guy, really. When, when I look
0: at him, he, he's, there's very few guys that you're like, man, I just hope he's on a winning team. Yeah. You know, like Mike Trout comes to mind, number one. Yep. Number two is always Christian Yellich Yep. because of what he did in Miami. Like, do you, do you have that sense with certain guys around the league? I mean, and you're happy when Christian came over here because you're like, he's coming to a winner because mm-hmm. there's something brewing here.
1: Yeah, I mean, you mentioned Mike Trout. I mean, I wish I had a chance to watch Mike Trout play more than I do. I get to see him in the spring or when we do interleague stuff. I mean, I don't know how you can be better than Mike Trout. And all these guys, these guys that are up in that particular area um, each and every year and every club's got one I mean the guy you got here in Philadelphia Bryce Harper once he gets himself going and I know that he's probably got a lot of heat on him pressure on him but once that guy gets going I'll tell you what he's really good he's really good and I like to watch him play so that tells you how good he is Mm -hmm. because he's with somebody else but I love watching that guy play everybody that and you you've been there you've done it Everybody that gets that label, if you're, if you're good enough to pick up that label, and it stays with you, today's, today's game has changed a lot than what we knew, or I knew anyway, back in the 50s and 60s. But when you have that label put on you, you've got to carry it pretty well. You're, you're not only representing the club. It's, it's you, your family, and everybody else. And that's the one thing I think that Christian Yelich. Is, is bottom line at? He, he's one of those kind of guys, man. I mean, mm-hmm. family, uh, the team, uh, religion. He, he, he's just one of those guys that comes along every once in a yeah. while, you know. And you get a chance, you get a chance to watch him and enjoy him, man. It's really good.
0: And, and I've known Ryan for a long, lot of years, and, and we've been buddies. And, and just to see, kind of, not him take him under, but just yeah. just the friendship that they have. And he's already, you know, here in, in Milwaukee. He <laughs> was the guy for for so long. Yeah. Christian, you is just like, it, it's almost like he's just passed it up. But it, to see the, the camaraderie there, just to see the, you know, I, I was telling Ryan, what still impresses me is that he's at, at his MVP, you know, mm-hmm. deal at, at his house. I, instead of being away and, you know, no one sees him, he was right there by his teammate's side. I mean, that, that that's something that's special around here. Well,
1: I, I think when you gravitate to somebody the way they do, and they include other people mm-hmm. in their in their circle of, friends and people that they help. Well, they're California kids. Yeah, well, no, really, I I, I went out to their, um, they asked me to come to their softball Mm -hmm. game this past winter that helped the fire victims out there along the the shoreline uh, where those bad fires were. It was terrible. I didn't realize how bad it was till I got there. But then when I saw the turnout and the amount of people that they had, that they invited that showed up, I mean, Hollywood people, athletes, they had anybody and everybody there, and the place was sold out, and they raised a million bucks. I mean, how can you go wrong doing that? How could you not want to help guys who are, who are in that vein, who have that idea in mind? Nobody, it's, it's over now, right? Yeah. TV and newspapers are not covering it anymore. Now, when, when, as I said before, when I got there, got off the plane in Van Nuys, and I drove up to uh, uh, the uh, Pepperdine University where they had the event, and I saw all the damage that was done and, and the black, the, the things that were burned, everything. And these guys come up with this idea to do this this softball game. And when I saw the the venue where we did it, it, w- it was great, it was it was great fun, and it raised a million bucks. That was the bottom line. I,
0: uh, it, and the California Strong thing, the, what, what they were doing, it, it's still special because they, it's, it didn't end there, Yeah, you know, and, and for me, that says more when it when something happens right away, people react, and then they let it go. It, it's the same thing here where they reacted and then they continued on and you know, we're I think we're dealing with that in, in Philadelphia with David Montgomery, yeah. right? I mean, you react to, to his passing. Yeah. And then what happens from there? Well, David was such a huge impact on everyone. Mm-hmm. Everyone continues to talk about them, and and it's one of those things. And you know, it's a special organization for that. It 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 becomes
1: part of you Um, when you. I I wish everybody. I I mean, the average fan who comes and watches a game. uh, I wish everybody had a chance to be in the clubhouse every day, to be around the front office people like Montgomery. and, and see what they do. Forget about all the money they have and, and, and what they do, you know, the money they spend and all this other stuff. Find out what they are as, as, as personnel, as people. Um, to be around them and see what they do outside of this stuff, outside of baseball. That's where you find out about people being people. And we have a great owner here in Mark Atanasio who's much involved in the community stuff here. The same as in Philadelphia. I love. A couple years I was in Philly, mm-hmm. I loved it, I yeah. really did. And I miss going there now, um, just to be around now at Citizens Bank Park, but I mean, I'm going back to Veterans Stadium and, and Connie Mack Stadium, mm-hmm. I mean, way back a long time ago. And when I, you know, I, I do a game with the Phillies, right? I immediately think of Richie Allen, Johnny Callison, Bill White, the guys that I played with yeah. back then, and Gene Mock, our manager, mm-hmm. how much fun we had in Philadelphia. but. I, I hope, you know, the, the game has changed a little bit in in this respect. Pitchers don't throw nine innings anymore. You don't worry about 200 innings pitched anymore. We don't do stuff like that. It, it's totally different now because we do all the cyber metrics mm-hmm. and analytics. So that's okay. It's jobs for other people. Certainly changed from what I knew and what you knew, too, um, <clears throat> as you grew up and came, came through, you know, your career in yeah. baseball. But... It, the game itself is still in the clubhouse right oh. nothing changes in no. there that's that when the, when you close the doors and it's all the guys in the clubhouse man that's 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 the bottom line that's that's what's <laughs> really is, good right man. that's yeah.
0: what's really good hey last one real quick we, number one is wins I mean that's the yeah. the greatest stat on earth is there something that like that you love to still look at that you feel like kind of gets dumbed down a little bit in, in today's world, like with the, all the analytics. Is there a stat that's still like you love looking at going, man, you know, other than the win? Because I feel like that, that's the number one thing in, on anyone's mind, or it should
1: be. Well, winning, yeah, winning's the bottom line. But you know what? Every once in a while, there's a player that comes along that totally turns your your mindset around. We were talking about him earlier. Yellich. Um, every club has got a guy like that. He may not be Christian's equal talent wise, but I mean, as far as his personality goes, what he means to the club, what he means to the city, that becomes very key. Everybody's got one. Every, every club has got a guy like that. And, um, those guys to me are, are what makes baseball so great, Kev. I mean, all sports are great. Basketball is great. Football is great. We're baseball guys, and I'm in, I'm in my 64th year now. And you know, as a player in broadcasting, I don't know if I would have changed anything in the whole world. I mean, if I ever had a good year, it would mess me all up. I wouldn't have anything to talk about. <laughs> I had to lay down a couple of times. You know, <laughs> got off to a good start. I had to quit. But no, it's it's. There's one on every club. Absolutely. You no, know, no. You you. Yeah. You're one of them. Yeah. No, I mean I, I. see you down on the field. I watch you walking around. You're talking to everybody, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody knows who you are. Evidently, if they know who you are, you're a good guy because they're still remembering. And they talk to you, right? <laughs> yeah. And yes, and that. Yeah. No, really, no. That's 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 a big part of it. Really is.
0: Well, I love being around the game more than anything, and it's, you know, being in your presence, whether you're you're probably shoot me off on that but it's the truth like you love this game you love talking about it. i love listening to you and when i met you in 2006 for the first time i was like i had chills i had chills so thank you so much for coming on the uh philly's pregame show.
1: oh yeah no problem try putting some clothes on to get rid of those chills
0: <laughs> you gotta be kidding me are you serious the great bob uecker is making jokes about me being naked doing the interview unbelievable right there anyway Thanks, Bob Euchre. Thank you for listening to Tar for Breakfast. There might be a new episode coming out again tomorrow. I don't know. Maybe a Memorial Day edition. We'll find out. Thanks for listening. Peace. Hey!